1: Welcome to the OEO podcast presented by Big Banter. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with our co-host Brandon. You can find him on Twitter, it's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What is up, Brando? I'm excited to talk
0: about the best game that'll be played in Lucas Oil all year. Uh, we, I
1: mean, come on, that was a cold dig. Yeah, that was a cold dig. If, if you didn't get it, yeah, we got it. We understand. Okay. Don't see how it's warranted or <laughs> um, how you because I do what I want. I guess do, I do what I want. I see. Kenny Pickett, Anthony Richardson sucks.
0: Kenny Anthony Richardson sucks. Kenny
1: Pickett sucks so Pro bad. Bowl. Oh my Pro god! Pro Bowl,
0: AFC Pro Bowl.
1: In the and maybe in like the CFL or the XFL, do they have a Pro Bowl in the XFL? Maybe my son, one day.
0: my son points at the TV and says "P," which he wants to see Kenny Pickett highlights. That's what
1: he wants to see. My son, sons see the Steelers logo and say, that's the bad team that crazy. Man <laughs> likes." That is exactly right. So I love it. Moving on sticking. Let's get back to the topic. Um, usually our distraction comes from this next guy, but he's not with us. That's producer. Seth, if you haven't already do it, you're he scared do it. Yeah. He is scared. You're scared trigger. to
0: talk Jeff Brom and Jack Plummer.
1: That's true. And that's, that's very funny. Um, Block him on Twitter, it's at SATAH5 S E T A H 5. Or just
0: call him scared. Just I, I want yeah. everyone to tweet at him yeah, saying,
1: Unblock him and then tweet at him and say, And then block him again. Well, if I don't know if he'll see it if you re block him. Let, him, let him try to reply and then re block him. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's uh get some housekeeping stuff out of the way before we get started. Per usual, as is tradition, as they say on South Park, um, we were gone. So that means that we, we as a collective, um, Indiana University picked up two recruits from the 17,000 people that were visiting this weekend. Um, how do I say this politely? Uh, were they the two that I wanted? No. Were they two that I... Um, Didn't know anything about, and I'm actually pretty happy about them. Yes, we'll say that. Um, The first one I'm going to talk about is uh, Judah Judah Jenkins. He's a cornerback. Love a
0: good alliteration.
1: Me too. Love it. And you know what? I think he's, for me, out of the two, he's going to be better based off of his picture and his hair. Great hair. That's where I'm going with that. Uh, He's a 5'11 corner, so pretty good size for you um out of maryland good council high school out of only maryland no idea where that's at we don't have our geographer seth with us to tell us where that is um you know this is what i would have considered a 2017 offer sheet when you look at his offer sheet brandon a lot of mac schools you know throw in an appalachian state a boston college but then you've got va tech west virginia um also on the he does not there. like the ACC I mean there, there's there's four five yeah, ACC Miss. schools yeah Ole Miss um, in there as well Wake yeah, Forest did College, offer Boston College offered
0: West Virginia
1: Westford are they By ACC
0: gone. no they're big 12 big 12 that's what um I no but but yeah I mean again I mean it's it's a decent offer list uh, but the the quote that I read on Peaks.com, if you don't subscribe, subscribe, was what really kind of sold me. He wanted to play in the Big Ten.
1: There you go.
0: Uh, I don't know if that's because he thinks that's where the better wide receivers are. I don't know if that where he wants to play on the big stage. Correct. But correct. O- often, he, stage. often he wants – you see the Big Ten being negatively recruited against well, this, this was a case of he wanted to play in the Big Ten. You see that we were the only Big Ten offer. Um, so that scares me a little bit for Maryland maybe to swoop in, for Penn State to maybe swoop in late. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I I like this guy. I wish um, she was a little bigger, but that's what a college weight room is for. So,
1: Yes, that is what it is for, um, for lifting weights and getting bigger. That is correct. Uh, the next guy check we picked and check. up, uh, a guy named Keon Dunlap, an unranked recruit as far as a composite goes, a three-star recruit on 24-7. Uh, Brandon, tell me why these um stars don't matter with this guy. Tell me what's so special about Keon Dunlap. So he's six-one.
0: He breaks that six-foot barrier. He's one... He's a he's 190, which means he's definitely going to play uh, at probably 200, 205. I love that. 6'1", 200 come as freshman, redshirt freshman, sophomore year. Uh, I love that. Um, I think it's in a position of need. I think it's a, a position of great need. Um, I love yeah, – I'm obsessed with his offer sheet, right? Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, UCF. penn state State, maryland right like schools from the south all are or who we want to be around right like and don't even knock ucf right um i i love the offer sheet i love the size i love that he's from alabama to be completely honest um it seems like coach Matt Gerery we we talk about coach Bosted all the time and we give him props for locking Bob. up recruits coach Bob Um look at coach Matt um uh, Matt's I think has now has three um he has uh the the corner yeah.
1: from Christian How bad did you from just Carmel. butcher his last name
0: Gerery it's definitely Gerery
1: Garyery Gerery no uh, I think it's Garyery
0: There's no way he is a child's puppet Which is what Gary Ari is. Doesn't matter. He's doing well. He's got he's got three three commits already, two corners, one safety. Um, and he's a physical corner. That's that's what he prides himself on. I love physical safeties. I said physical corner, meant physical safety. Um, but yeah, Keon Dunlap doesn't have the hair that um Judah does, but that's okay because he is a, a tough Physical safety from Alabama with an insane offer
1: sheet. Okay, here it is. Wait for pronounce
0: it. Pronounce names.com. Guerrieri. No way. I mean, it's maybe in, maybe in Italy. Yeah. There's not a chance.
1: Guerrieri. Right? What? I mean, is Guerrieri t-
0: some sort of like Pittsburgh thing? Like, what? What child's puppet are you talking about? I don't know. It just doesn't seem real. Let's have him on the
1: show. Gary, Gary. Boom. Gary, Gary nailed it. Gary, Gary. I am. I am a scholar and an athlete. I know these things. I don't know. But I felt like, again, I thought we saw him play college football at some point. Maybe that's how I had heard that. I don't know. on the show. The Only way to find out. I guess. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. Um, Cool. That's it for news, right? No, I got news. I got one. Don't do this. I think don't do this. Go ahead. Well, this is what happens when
0: we have separate outlines. IU has two of the four best linebackers in the entire conference. Two Two of the top three, right? No, two of the top four, number three and number four. Oh, okay. Yes. Number one and two. Our Wisconsin linebacker. Oh my god, Mema Najongmita, and then Ohio State linebacker. We covered Jack Eichenberg. Eichenberg, So so it's a Wisconsin linebacker, they put guys in the league every year. Ohio State, they put guys in the league every year. We have Aaron Casey and Josh Rudolph as three and four.
1: Other other way around. Joshua Rudolph, the transfer from Austin P. According to you, Austin Pia number three. Pia. Number three, and then Aaron Casey at number four. Um, I mean, followed by some. I mean, they've got Junior Colson down at number number nine. You guys will know that name at Michigan. Really, that's him. Maybe Abdul Carter. You might know that name at Penn State. He was a monster six. recruit. Monster recruit. Jake Chaney, I felt like, has been there for a 1,000 years at Wisconsin. I love how we have to play against literally every one of these linebackers on the top ten. Every one of them, like the year that we have to play Wisconsin, they have two of the top 10 linebackers. Everybody else is from the East. So last time we have to say that last year, we have to say that. So that's fine. Um, Cool. That's great news. Yeah, let's see how it turns out. This is a, did you say pro football talk? Is that what it was? Or pro football focus? Yes. PFF. Um, PFF. It was, it was so PFF. pro football focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're usually pretty good with their stuff. You know, I, I'm apparently famous for what I said last week. Um, so that
0: goes a little bit. It's a little bit of of you going back on that. But it was an all-time quote. It was an absolutely all-time quote. I
1: still need to see it. I need to, I need to see it on the field to believe it. I was pretty shocked to see that Joshua Rudolph, a guy that we've never seen play Big Ten football, rated inside the top three in the league. So we'll see. We'll see. And I'd love to see it. But uh, time will tell. Um, Okay, so let's get right into why we're really here. We are here to talk about the Week 3 matchup against the Louisville Cardinals. This game is back on the Saturday schedule, as is tradition. Uh, Saturday, September 16th, it's a noon kickoff, already been announced. This one, head-scratching-wise, is on Big Ten Network. Um, It's a neutral site game in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. Hopefully, we don't let it be a neutral site game, but I think it'll be pretty close uh, to 50 50. Get straight into it. Um, unless you want to add anything on kickoff time or location or whatever. No, I, I don't mind. I, don't, I mean, we're going to be competing against Big Noon, which kind of sucks, right? Yeah. Like that's, um, but, but yeah. It's a uh, regional matchup. If they're putting us on Big Ten Network, it's a regional matchup. And it's. Which it is. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited about this game against Louisville. Very excited. I bought my tickets already. We got sweet seats, not sweet seats, like seats in a suite, but they're like sweet, like S W E E T. Um, so yeah, we'll be there. Uh, okay. History lesson previous meeting, Brandon. This is weird. We haven't done one of these in a long time. We have not played in Louisville since 1986, uh, where we beat them 21 to 0. It was our 1986 season opener. Probably a pretty good team for IU. Um, Last game we had played them before was in 1985. And we'll just skip ahead a little bit for a second. The all-time record, IU 2-0. So there's no way we should ever lose to Louisville based off the past. And um, not giving away any predictions because we don't do predictions yet. But yeah, there we go. This series, by the way, Brandon, a neutral away and home series. So neutral this year, away next year, which is going to be a good road trip. Um, And then home in 25. So um, as you mentioned before, coach is Jeff Brom. He's in his first season, so I have nothing to add on that. Uh, We know enough about Jeff Brom. We know what he can, I guess what he can do with Team that we don't consider to be great, but I I don't know, man. I don't know if he's a good coach or not. I guess that's what I'm trying. What I'm trying to say. So, anything else you want to add on the history lesson part of this? Can I can I rip on Jeff Brom for a second? Mm-hmm. He brought a Big
0: Ten East or a Big Ten West schedule to Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Um, they don't play Clemson, and they don't play Florida State. They literally don't play the two top teams uh, in the conference. Do so, they have to play Notre Dame or they want to Notre Dame's? They six? play, they play Notre Dame, but it is at Louisville. Huh? Dude, that's stadium. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's the easy, like everything. So I read three different previews um, and everyone just laughed at how easy the schedule is.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Uh, to start before they play IU, they play. The maybe the one of the weirdest college football schedules that's non MAC wise. They start the season on a Friday, 9 1 at Georgia Tech. Um, and then they go the following week. So, week two for them is on 9 7 against Murray State at home. Um, and Brandon, I didn't put this on your timeline, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pose a question and kind of answer, give you my perspective on it. Um, after I ask the question and see what you think, but. Do you think IU made that change, the late change to the Indiana State schedule, to reflect something similar to what Louisville has on their schedule? Because Louisville is going to set themselves up with nine days to prepare for this game. Uh, IU now will have eight days moving that Indiana State game from a Saturday, which is what it had always been scheduled as. And then I believe it was maybe a month or two ago, maybe a month or two ago, maybe in March even. They had moved it back to that Friday kickoff game, which is useless for that game other than giving some more prep time. What do you think about that?
0: I had not thought of that. It's that's chess, not checkers. And maybe I don't give (laughs) Scott Dolson and them credit to, to be thinking, yeah, to be thinking that high level, but I like it. I mean, I could see coach
1: Allen doing that, but.
0: Oh well, we love Coach Allen. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't think he has anything to do. That's that's above him in in the schedule making.
1: Um so well, yeah, we're not like... sure that Scott Dolson even knows we have a football program. Correct. Correct. This this is also
0: correct. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, nine days off to to play their Super Bowl at Lucas Oil Stadium. <laughs> This game's always weird to me. I didn't want to bring this up, but but since since you kind of brought up the topic, like this is like going to prom with a girl you're going to dump. Right? Like we wanted to get out of it. Louisville wanted to get out of it. Neither team could really get out of it. And now and now it's going on. And we're gonna see how it goes. Right. Because what I mean, it was it was it wasn't that long ago, maybe February March, where there's all that smoke. We did a podcast about it, um, about how this this series was supposed to be canceled, um, for for whatever reason, and and it wasn't. So this, I'm not mad to play Louisville. I'm not, I think we the rehash we said neither one of us are scared to play Louisville. I'm actually more excited to play because um, we'll be completely prepared for Jeff Brom's system. Um,
1: so. It was in uh January. January, January, January. that stuff came out. Um right around the time we got Taven Jackson. It was the same podcast, Taven Jackson Louisville Contract. If you guys want to listen to that, I think it was episode 131. So um, but uh no, I'm I'm always I'm a big opponent or a big Real fan fun. of grabbing a similar level. Power sure, sure. Five, sure. or or even Cincinnati grabbing that Cincinnati. I mean, who would have thought? We talked about this last year, and I think even the year before when we previewed Cincinnati, when we scheduled Cincinnati, nobody ever thought Cincinnati was going to be Cincinnati, right? Yep. Where they were going to be a top ten team with a big time quarterback and big time corners and everything else, and turn into and turn into what they were. I don't think that they're going to continue that. Um level of of production, but I liked that schedule. I like this. Everybody wants us to go Alabama style, which I'm kind of into. Like, give us Georgia Southern. Give us, um, you know, Northern, Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois, and a UMass. You know what I mean? Um, I'm cool with that. But at the same time, it doesn't matter, dude. Schedule talk so stupid. It you're gonna get ripped whether you play. You play a team like Louisville and play um, Akron and Indiana State, which should be automatic Ws, or you're going to get ripped if you have all automatic dubs the entire time. So, I don't know. It's stupid. Either way. Speaking of stupid, let's talk about the key players for Louisville. Um, And we'll start with their quarterback. And I want to say he's a key player just because we always talk about the quarterbacks. Um, Jack Plummer. If it sounds familiar, guys, let me read a quote. from my preview that I read on College Football News where he talks about, they talk about here, and here's the quote, start quote, in comes veteran Jack Plummer, a former Purdue passer, that's why you sounds familiar, under Brom, who had his best season yet when he was healthy at Cal. That feels like a dig. It was a huge dig because he yeah. played, and I wrote this down, played more than seven games once in his he's 23 I think now so and this will be his fifth season he's played more than seven games once that was in last year at Cal the problem Brandon from what I've seen is that he's not awful um, pretty decent passing numbers as far as completions go when you're in the Jeff Brom system you and I could probably throw for 60 percent I would say he threw for 66% with Brom, 26 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. And last year at Cal, who's bad 62% throwing 3,100 yards, 21 touchdowns, nine interceptions. What does Jack Palmer do for you, Brandon?
0: Not much.
1: I understand it's
0: different coaches. I'd understand it's different schemes, but the roster that has put in place at Louisville is to run. What does Jack Plummer not do? Move. <laughs> this guy is a stat. I, I, personally think I, we'll we'll cover this in Dubin Sports Book, but like the expectation for Louisville is really high to range to really low. So yeah. and and it it's all going to determine on Jack Plummer. Um, I think. I think it's tough when you go from playing one way and you flip almost 180, which is what they're doing, completely retool how they run an offense. I think it's gonna to be tough. I I think there's going, I think it's gonna be a rough transition. I'm I almost wish we were playing them first. Um yeah. but I, I still don't think they'll have it figured out um by the four or you know, in the first month. So Jack Plummer doesn't do a lot for me. He beat up on the Big 10 West. He beat up uh, beat up in quotes, not that he even really did that on a horrible Pac-12. Um I think IU will be at a significant quarterback disadvantage all season. This will not be a game that they're at a significant quarterback disadvantage.
1: I disagree. But we're not going to argue about that. I disagree. But it's fine. We'll, we'll also
0: must there. note, no relation to Jake Plummer. Yeah, I feel like it always comes it always
1: up. always does, yes.
0: No relation. None. Zero. <laughs>
1: um, so quit asking. Because if he did, he would have, He would at least be good. So, um, so speaking of retooling everything. So when you think of Louisville, at least since, really, since like Lamar was there, right? Yeah. Since Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson was there, you think high-speed offense uh run it down your throat non-stop with athletes athletes at quarterback athletes small quick athletes at wide receiver small quick athlete running back they still have one of those and it's at running back Malik Cunningham gone um who is this small little shifty wide receiver who cares it doesn't matter because he's not there anymore he's gone um you know they still have Jawar Johnson is his name Uh, He averaged about six yards per carry last year, 800 yards total, four touchdowns, which is a terrible number for 800 yards rushing. I feel like Um, their leading rusher last year was their quarterback. You don't do that anymore, and you lost all your receivers. You have four receivers coming in, which should be the top, really the top four in the depth chart. All four transfers. You've got yeah. I,
0: I have I have our lads pulled up. Um, If you guys don't go to our lads, it's it's an awesome website. I haven't looked at their depth chart, so it's interesting to see what. Four of their six uh, starters are all transfers, right? And the other two are have put up almost zero to no stats. Well, there you go. At all, so like it doesn't. It's not. It's harsh saying unproven, but it's a new system with new players
1: with a new quarterback and a new scheme.
0: I don't know how anyone could be comfortable with that.
1: Well, I know that there's a lot of, there may be some people now that I don't want to, I don't want to brag or anything, but now that there might be some other people from other teams that are listening to our podcast, who might be screaming at their listening device going, you guys have the same thing. You guys have the same thing. We don't though. I mean, we have a new quarterback. Sure. Running backs the same wide receivers are pretty much the same outside of maybe one tight ends are the same offensive lines, pretty much the same the defense, but, and, and none of the coordinators are different, right? Outside of defensive, defensive coordinator, but it's not really, I mean, Tom's still going to be there. Um, offensive coordinator, the same, everybody core wise is the same. So outside of the quarterback, which you were going to run into anyway, you, you know, you were going to run into that problem no matter what, um, this year. So, well, I mean, I guess if, if Dexter stays healthy, maybe it's a little bit different. But
0: so, so that's a perfect example. And what did we struggle with last year? What What does our offensive coordinator want to do? He wants to play fast. He mm-hmm. wants to play outside the tackles. He mm-hmm. wants to play dynamic. Mm-hmm. What did we struggle with?
1: Doing those. We Well,
0: because we didn't have a quarterback that could do it.
1: Exactly. And it took until the last right, so like two last and a half year, games to find it.
0: Last year is a great example of it didn't work for us. When we had a scheme that needed one kind of quarterback and we had a quarterback that couldn't do it. That's what I think Louisville is going to find out the
1: hard way. So my count, let's play devil's advocate here. So yeah. my counter argument to that is they've, he's got the quarterback that he wants. Does he do the pieces that are fitting in? Does Jawar John Joar Jordan fit in to what he wants at running back? do the court, do the wide receivers fit for what he wants there. He's got an extremely talented from what I've read, tight end slash wide receiver. Who's going to be on the team as a true freshman, uh, and Jamari Johnson, um, out of California, four star, huge six, coming in as a freshman. You know, that's something that we've always struggled against at His tight end position, um, against Jeff Brom, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying. Traditionally in Louisville is this new coach. And now they're not going to be that. He's never run like that ever. He's got he's had freaking Xander Horbath back there running the football at six foot eleven and six hundred pounds, busting it up the middle. You don't get that with Jar Jordan with Jawar Jordan. So I don't know. Either way, it's enough talking about Brahm. For now, I think um, they've got a couple players on defense. That's really it. They just have so, a couple players. They've got one that stands out, Brandon.
0: So anyway. you you don't have him on there. I think they have the one you don't have on there. From what everything I read is their best player is their, their linebacker. No, their defensive end. He's, a, oh. he's he's gonna go pro. Ashton Gillette. He's a monster. Six five, two seventy. We
1: got one of those two. We do, we do,
0: but um, we'll get into some key matchups. Um, but yeah, then then both both of the guys you have down here. I'll let you talk about them. Um, well, one of them,
1: only one of them is a player. Um, Jarvis
0: Brownlee's good. Um, they have a safety, Josh Minkins. He's a senior. He's good. Um, they have a guy that has an absolute all all name team storm duck. Um, yeah. he's a corner he's uh he's good their secondary's good man no um, they're
1: they're transfers they're all transfers outside of yeah, jarvis Brownlee well, i mean we've got stud transfers dog come on now Jarvis Brownlee's the one that stood out to me the true sophomore out of miami uh last year 51 tackles from the corner position two interceptions and 12 pass breakups that was big for me those were like Richard Fant numbers. So that could be a good shutdown, a little Brownlee Island kind of thing. I don't think he can turn. I don't think if he's going to be on camper, I don't think he's going to be able to guard him. But, um, and then here's a funny one. Their defensive coordinator is new as well. He's coming from Purdue. And Ron I can't Akers.
0: wait to talk about him. He, go. They're going from a four, three system to a four, two, five. You know the roster turnover you need to do to do that successfully. We had we had an issue with that, right? When we went to a four two five, mm-hmm. four two five is so different than like going from a three four to a four three or vice versa is difficult, but not it's as really much. just on the
1: line. That's really just more on the line than it is right. Anything
0: else. A four two like a, a husky position doesn't exist. It literally doesn't. It, and then, and then you go from a four three, which they were in, to a four two five, where you don't have any outside linebackers. You now have two inside linebackers. I don't know, man. Um, but we'll get into it. I think they're going to struggle on both sides of the ball.
1: Um, so they did bring in, I think he's a linebacker kind of edge guy from Stanford transfer that I read about. I didn't read anything about, about your guy. Didn't read anything. I mean, he sounds it's great, good for him. I mean, if he's going to be on the line, then. Yeah, you know, I don't. Know. What, yeah, you're talking about
0: St- Stefan Heron.
1: Yeah, so you're going against Matt Bedford, yeah. the other guy. English is that what you said his last name? Yeah. So, you know, good luck, I guess. So, <laughs> anything else? You, or uh, give me your key matchups. Oh, Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go right into that. We didn't even yeah. do that yet. Let's do key matchups.
0: Yeah, I think this is this is really going to be one in the trenches. Um, I think their offensive line does bring back two starters. They bring in two transfers. Um, their line is supposed to be good, but their line was good with a completely different style. Um, and I, I think if you can get to a statue, right? We we found out like if you got to IU's quarterback last year, the game was done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think our defensive line versus their offensive line is going to be huge. Um, and then and then vice versa, right? I think our offensive line versus their defensive line. Um, I already mentioned um, the stud, um, who's their best defensive player, plus that Stanford transfer. I think our tackles are going to have to have a great game um, to give um, our quarterback a chance.
1: Just run the ball. Just That's run it. the ball with Henderson all day. Henderson, Turner, Lucas, Jackson. Just run the ball. Um, I only have one key matchup, and it's a scary one. And It's Jeff Brom versus – Coach Tom Allen, CTA. CTA is one in four versus Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom had some bad Purdue teams. Um, the first time one of those four wins took place during his first year at Purdue in 2017. Um, so we'd like to see a little turnaround here from CTA, see if we can get the monkey off of his back. Haven't beat Purdue since 2019. Played in a couple of close ones. Really, honestly, I think we should have beat him last year had Dexter Williams not literally exploded his knee on the second, what would have been the second touchdown drive of the game. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm looking. Can CTA get the the Braum monkey off of his back? What do you got another one? I don't That's it. That's it. Okay, 50,000 foot view part, and then we're going to move on. Um, so let's let's start from the bottom. You know, let's start from the bottom, work our way up. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. Um, special teams, new kicker. They have a new kicker. They had a really good kicker transferred. I can't remember where he transferred to. Uh, I want to say Michigan. I'd say he like transferred to Michigan or something. Uh, pretty good kicker. He's gone. So then I got a new kicker. Who cares? Special teams. Um, And unless you have Jalen Lucas on your team, nobody's going to talk about your special teams. Uh, Defense. I'm saying take the over, Brain. We're not going to get into the betting lines until later. I'm just just going to say what I'm going to say. Louisville's defense should be interesting. Starting linebackers from last year, gone. Starting defensive end outside of English, gone. Secondary, tons of transfers. Does it sound familiar? It does. Right. Um, I think we're better everywhere. I think our defensive ends are better. I think our linebacker, which we have tons of experience still there. So we can't even talk about the difference or the similarities there, but, um, secondary, I think we're better as well, but should be interesting to see how it goes. Offense. Let's see. Let me zoom in. I'm getting old. Um, I took this screenshot directly off of college football news preview from Louisville. It's pretty interesting. So I'll just read it to you. So Brahms offense system didn't rip it up at Purdue quite as much as you would think. Purdue finished 55th in the country in total offense and 74th in scoring last year. Meanwhile, Louisville who fired their coach, right? Fired him or did he move on? Uh, Yeah, they, I I honestly don't. It doesn't matter. Louisville finished 48th in total offense, 73rd in scoring. Both better, barely. But in 2021, Purdue was 33rd in total offense, Louisville 21st. The bad year, 2020, for both programs? Louisville, 70 I'm sorry, Purdue 70th. Louisville, 29th. Purdue was 75th in the nation in total offense in 2019. And Louisville was 24th. So, Brandon, I, I posed you a question. Is Jeff Brom really that good? Is he really that much of an offensive mind? You that know what you I could say? think. Well, I don't. Do the listeners know what you think? Tell us. Uh,
0: yeah, I I think he lived off a cake schedule. He lived off a big win at or against Ohio State. Um, I think. He isn't as good as everyone thinks he is, Um, but he plays in arguably one of the worst conferences. So I think he will skate by on name alone in a Mm -hmm. city that reveres him. So he's in a really good situation, but I think he's overrated.
1: Yes, I've said it for a long time. I really have. Um, I mean, he. Okay, let me ask you another question. And this might... Hopefully, I I don't steal this from your randos or anything because I have not seen them. Nope. Did he take a step down? No. You don't think so? He has a chance to win
0: the ACC at Louisville. He has zero chance to win the Big Ten
1: at Purdue. Especially with... He was in the Big Ten championship game yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: but with, but with divisions going away, he, he, he absolutely should have made the move. Louisville has more money. He's going to get paid more. People in Louisville will love him more than people did in West Lafayette. It, it was a good move for Braum um, for his bank account, for his fan base, for his going back home. It was a no-brainer move, and I, I do think Louisville's ahead of Purdue as a brand.
1: Okay, so let's say that it's not Jeff Rom. It's not somebody with Louisville ties. You, you move from a Big Ten school that was just playing in the, in the Big Ten championship game. So there's tons of momentum there. You should be able to recruit like crazy to that school. Would that be a step back for let's let's put Mel Tucker in that position? He's going from Purdue, who didn't fire him. He's leaving.
0: Yeah. No, I I I think even if you take nameless, nameless, and faceless coach, I think Louisville is a step up from Purdue. Mm.
1: I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I I disagree with you. And we don't have to argue about it, but I I just disagree with you. It's good podcasting
0: when we don't agree.
1: That's fine. Do you want to read the promo again?
0: No, no. I can we do Dubitch sports book?
1: Oh, we can. Yeah, we... I forgot. You need to start putting this stuff on the outline or something. So I, I'll I'll make a note that goes okay. before promo. Got it. Okay.
0: It's 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 not a lot. Um, but let's go to um your quote. You want to say your
1: computer quote again? I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'm pretty computers sure computers are players, for porn. Players play. Computers are for porn. Yes. So let's see what the
0: computers think. The computers give Louisville a 71 chance, 71% chance, chance of winning and IU a 29%. I couldn't disagree more with that. Um, I think if I was making this, I'd put it maybe 60-40, maybe 55-45. I do think Louisville will the, – there's no line out for this game. If I had to guess – minus. Ooh, I was going to say five and a half, six. I was going to say Louisville minus six. So we're, okay. we're, we're right there uh, on on what that is. So um, remember that number. Uh, they had the fourth best odds to win the ACC at plus 1,200. They are behind only Clemson, Florida State, and UNC. But again, the ACC is trash. Here was the most interesting thing. What do you think the highest win total I saw for Louisville was?
1: You play 12 games. Yes. Highest win total, you, ten and a half. No, nine. Okay. What do you think the lowest I saw? Like this is this is a prediction, or this is an over-under? Over under. Three and a half. Six. Right, I, I think that's a, I think a three game swing's pretty large
0: swing, um when it when it comes to win projections, right? Um,
1: can we let's do this? We, we I, love I have them this. at seven and five.
0: I have them at seven and five. Right,
1: let's go through the schedule. I've got it pulled right here. Okay. Okay. Chick Fil A kickoff game. That's what this is. Louisville's at Georgia Tech. Louisville eight point favorite right now. Georgia Tech's awful, so that's a win. Where's it at though? Is it in the dome? It's in the dome. It's in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I'm going to take I'm going to take Georgia Tech in that one. Wow. You get really good right. money if you take plus that. Okay. Right. Murray State, the Murray win. State, win. And you got IU. We're not going to talk about this. Boston College at home, probably a win. Win. Totally. I, I have them at 4-0, by the way. I see it. Okay. I see, them lost. In, I see them losing at North Carolina State. I see yep. them losing to Notre Dame. Yep. They'll they lose should, the. Pitt. I don't know about Pitt. I don't know if they're supposed to be any good or not. Duke um, will be tough. Duke will be, I think, probably a win. Virginia yeah. Tech down. Again, probably. Oh, you think? Yeah, I love their coach. Okay. Virginia win. Miami. Yeah. My, Loss. You're, you're, no, 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 no. No, you win that game. I'm telling you, based off of listening to Levitard for the last few years, you win that game. It's the weirdest thing ever, man. They're so unconfident late in the year at home. It's crazy. And there's going to be about 14,000 people at that game. And then you've got Kentucky at home, toss-up game. Um, Wait, I think it's a win. I think it's seven and I have them at seven and five. They finish with an SEC, so they're they're not favorite to win that game. They're strong underdogs at Miami. They're strong favorites against Virginia Tech. Uh, Pitt is a big-time favorite. Notre Dame's a big time favorite. North Carolina State, big time favorite. That's really it. I mean, you talked about the 71, 72% basically to beat IU. Man, I don't I don't I don't get it. We talked, I'm not gonna keep I sound like a broken record, man. Nobody knows anything. Nobody's gonna know anything about this team until they start playing football. No, no, how do, how can you predict how good or bad Taven Jackson's going to be until you've seen him? How can you do that? I was talking yeah. okay. I was talking with Seth about this last week, and it was of course, it was a day after the pot. So our friends at big at Big banter had put out their quarterback rankings and had Taven Jackson listed at 12 out of 14. My, pre- my question to Seth was, we've never seen him play football outside of a couple snaps in some meaningless game at Tennessee. We've never seen him play. Why is he ranked 12th, right? Because here's my question. So do you want him to go N.A.? Just like straight N.A.? No, no, no. Here's here's my because I feel like it's way too low. I feel like he's maybe eight. I feel like he's he's anywhere between seven and ten, right? But we've never seen him. And here's what Here's why I think because I'm a huge homer, right? But what my my thought process was okay. Let's say he's let's say he was at Indiana, and he was a four star prospect, and he was a top two hundred prospect. And he was, I think he was the 11th ranked quarterback uh, in that class. The 11th ranked quarterback in that class. And instead of going from Tennessee to Indiana, he goes from Indiana to, to Tennessee. Where does he rank in the rankings in the SEC? Do you think he's 12th? I don't think so. No, not at all. No, I think he's at least top six, top seven without seeing any football, right? You haven't seen him play at all and they underrate everything. You've got experience. You have, you have what I have statistically said or have proven, I can prove it to everybody, was one of the best wide receivers in the country when he was healthy with a crap quarterback trying to throw him the ball in Cam Camper. You have him returning. You have a really strong backfield. You have one of the most explosive players in the country, and that's not an understatement. One of the most explosive players in the country and Jalen Lucas in the offense. You've got playmakers on defense and Andre Carter. You've got a really experienced safety part of the secondary. You've got really good linebackers, as we talked about earlier in the pod. How can you make predictions like this? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I understand they have to do something. But you got to see them play first. You know what I mean? And it sucks that we're going to have to start off with probably our second hardest game on the schedule and then our easiest game on the schedule and then right into louisville so we may not even know anything until we get to this game anyway but yeah here we are sorry did you have more sports books sorry to hijack that from you so it kind of sorta so i
0: i found this website on fox sports that did like a simulator right so they simulated this game and what do you think the final score was
1: Mm. fox sports
0: this isn't our predictions. Big I'll just, I'll, I'll, just tell you twenty-seven twenty-three Louisville.
1: Hmm. I mean, sounds about right. Right. It does twenty-seven twenty-three. Yep. Sounds about right. I. It's hard to get mad at that. I don't agree. They flip flop it, but.
0: Yeah. So uh, the, the weird thing that I kind of didn't like, and this is (laughs) cue up your computer joke. They actually have us throwing the ball all over them in this, in this projection, they have us throwing for 243 yards and only running for 111. Hmm. um, Which we know we're going to run the ball so much. We obviously know more than, than these people do. So that was interesting. They have them um, kind of beating us up on both. They have us, they have them passing for 219 yards and rushing for 201. Uh, they run for over 200
1: yards. I use in trouble with uh, what? What are they running the football with? I mean, they're they're running back They're Who should be their starting running back? I, I don't even remember his name. They got now, that transfer whatever, from whatever. Wisconsin. They got the I, mean, transfer. The... I mean, they've got some transfers. They got a transfer, I think, from. Yeah, it's Wisconsin, but still 200 yards yeah. in a Jeff Brom offense. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so.
0: But, yeah, blah, 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 okay. computers. But, yeah, I just thought that 27 to 23 um, kind of simulator was was
1: interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Was That's all I got. Interesting, just as, like, a, a moving on thing. Um, cool. Super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out on the li- Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gear and shirts and hoodies and koozies as a thank you to our listeners. They're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO 10 at checkout. That's L E O one zero at checkout. Promo code will will also be in the show notes. Um, Guys let's support Garrett. I'm about uh, a little bit under two months away from going out on his, uh, his bachelor party. So Let's uh, let's get him some shirts sold and use that code just to show some love. And get 10% off. Take some money away from him while giving him a little bit of your money. So, um, cool. We don't have any Seth sack today. Brando, let's get right into your randos. Yeah,
0: so uh, I cut it down because I know we're running a little long here. So, I had five. I'm cutting down to three. Um, it's time for Brandon to... Piss off a fan base. Mm, um, here we go. Can you name a scuzzier school in Louisville? I mean, you had Bobby Petrino. Charlie Strong was fine when he was there, but I mean, he proved to be an absolute fraud. Obviously, you have the whole Rick Petino thing. Um, I think Jeff Brom is is kind of like a Tom Crean hire. Like, hey, look at us, we can actually hire decent people. Yeah. Um Obviously, that you know how uh, what Mac and Mac just pissed off the entire um, Louisville fan base. I don't know Louisville. I think number one scuzzy school in the country,
1: number one scuzzy school, and is, they're they're downtown school too. Like they're a city school. Um, they also had the whole Adidas thing. Is that what you said? Yeah, Did you say that. So they, had the I didn't, whole thing. I didn't,
0: I didn't, but. Could have. That's right there too.
1: They they almost got us in some big time trouble. Um SCSI or school? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could you could say Michigan State. Um, sorry guys if you're listening. Uh man, I mean, I'm sure there is, right? Florida. Maybe Florida. Like I can't I can't think of anything off of the top of my head though. Because so no. they're the scuzziest. Wait, West is West Virginia count? Or oh West man, I, I, I don't like recency it. bias. Well, yeah, the whole Huggins thing is really unfortunate. That, and I would say traditionally the people that go to that school are probably not like oh, dude, no, I disagree. I'd want to party
0: with some Mountaineer fans. I feel like they'd be a blast.
1: I just, just drinking like moonshine at like 7 a.m. I just feel like they probably like they're the kind of people that if you had Bud Light at your party, like it, it would just be a whole thing. So you, I didn't
0: even the, the the Papa John's guy. He's the, scuzziest the Papa John's dude. guy. There you go. He's the scuzziest dude in the
1: world. Okay, so listen, I'll play the other side, so that way that we don't get hate mail from Louisville oh, I people because they I want Louisville because they still they still mail their letters. Um, their stadium. I've never been in it, but. When I was at the uh at the track, I was at the track last year, last summer. Um, not for the derby, but for some just like a Friday at the races kind of thing, a little work thing. Um, you can see the stadium from there, and it's big and it's awesome. But I haven't been inside of it. Uh I thought Cincinnati Stadium from the outside was beautiful and awesome. And then I get in there and they got porta potties. So you never know. Who knows where Porta Potties, not as scuzzy as Louisville. Dude, is Cincinnati? It th- there's one. What about Cincinnati? Huggy Bear's former employee, employer. The one, the radio station that they have Sean Miller now. They have Sean Miller now. They got Sean Miller. The radio station is the one that got no, they have Xavier. Trouble, right, they have Xavier. Oh, Xavier same too. Same doesn't matter city of city of cincinnati
0: cincinnati's pretty
1: scuzzy i call them scummy not scuzzy okay all right and scuzzy is worse than scummy 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 you just have like a film yeah on you kind of like a sticky yeah like but you can shake it off you can S- wa- you can't scuzz
0: when you got scalling like scuzz yeah, sticks scuzz is,
1: yeah scuzz you got to take like a like a deep bath like a soak
0: you need a power washed yeah um all right <laughs> right on brand with his next question. Where is Louisville the worst Midwest city?
1: <sighs> Fort Wayne, I think it is. Fort Wayne. Ooh, I don't know uh, they call I Fort Wayne a city. That's <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. Oh. oh my god, my wife is from like up in that area. It's not a city. She would talk about Fort Wayne from time to time. No, I'm not hating on her. She's great. She's amazing. She loves Indianapolis, lived in Indianapolis, downtown. Phenomenal. I love Indianapolis. People hate on Indianapolis. Indianapolis is the best Midwest city. Thank you. Unquestionable. Uh, Fort Wayne has a, um, what do you call it? Where you think that you're like, you're bigger than your pants. Little man, Napoleon. Whatever it is. They've got something. They think that they are a big city. Like, they are yeah. a big city, bruh. You're not, it's not, it's not good. But Louisville, I don't know, man. Louisville's okay. I've partied in Louisville a few times. Um, they're, they're, they keep trying to be Nashville and it's embarrassing. Close. They've got a really good spot called Hammerheads, I think it's called. It's like hole in the wall place that's got like a big shark outside of it. the
0: Street sucks. Yeah,
1: Street Street yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah.
0: Bardstown Road is like their broad ripple. It's decent. It's decent. It's decent. They yeah. got a. They got a couple like one or two really good breweries there.
1: I um, dated a girl that went to um, Bellerman. Yeah, down there went to Bellerman. Yeah. yeah, It was a good time. Anyway, my buddy I, went I, there.
0: The only city I can think that's
1: potentially worse is Cleveland. But I'm oh my biased. god, Cleveland's the worst. Wait, I don't even consider it Midwest. They got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't they care got, what they, they got they, the,
0: they got lakefront property. They have like rivers this.
1: that have caught on fire. This is true. It's water. Go try okay. to light some water okay. on fire, Brandon. Okay. Tell me how okay. it works. Is Louisville better? Than, it's better than Detroit. It's better than Detroit. I don't, man, I'm not considering that Midwest. I guess I feel like it's too far north. But if that's what we're considering, Midwest, then yes, Detroit and Cleveland, way worse than Louisville. I would not say way worse. I think Louisville's the third worst city. Worse than Louisville. I can't think of any other
0: two. Or anyway, that's what that's what I think. I think it's just the scuzziest university and the third worst city in the Midwest. Um, you teed up this question, um, so this probably is quick. City universities just don't seem like college. Georgia Tech, Pitt,
1: Louisville, Iowa,
0: Paul. Sure, I it just doesn't it doesn't seem like a Penn State, a
1: Michigan, an uh, IU. Yeah, IU big time. Right? Like it, it
0: it I would never ever ever go to a city university.
1: Would you go to USC? No. Hmm. Okay. Now yeah, I, can I take it, it back.
0: I take it back. Uh-oh. Would you
1: consider Scottsdale a
0: city? Yes,
1: you were. Is it? I can't remember if it's like I didn't visit it when I was out there. I was out just out there last year. I didn't visit it. Um, when we were out there, but I don't. Is it in the city? It Arizona is. State. It is.
0: Man. I also, I think I'd go to Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas,
1: Massachusetts.
0: Great, great reference. Yes, uh,
1: yes, I would go there too. Um. I'm sure we're not thinking of some of them. I mean, Tallahassee is that a city? Florida State? Are they like in the city? It's, it it is, but it's more like
0: it's more like Champagne, right? Like it's a city, but not a city, gotcha. right? Like it's not a city. It's 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 a it's a city because of the university, and the, the town is the college's personality, right? So like, I would count Tallahassee as college town i wouldn't call it a city university because tallahassee wouldn't exist without florida state have you ever been to ohio state sorry well i love columbus actually i low key think columbus is a a lot of fun yeah i've Hmm. i had to go to columbus a lot for work in my younger days Um, and i thought columbus
1: was pretty sweet i forget the
0: street that they have i've been out there to a
1: show before but like a concert like when we were young enough to like be like hey this band is playing uh, out there you want to go tomorrow and it's like yeah sure i'll drive three hours out there see the show drive three hours back that kind of thing
0: yeah anyway give me a college town over city university 10 out of 10 times
1: well nine
0: out of 10 times because there are the unicorns that exist
1: yeah i just think we're spoiled i think i use such an awesome like like it's, bloomington is iu correct right bloomington would not exist it it would if iu went away Bloomington
0: would just get eaten by, I don't know, the trees. Martinsville.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Martinsville listeners. Sorry. Um, cool. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, again, guys, I don't think it was as as long as last week, but um yeah, I didn't. That was a lot of hatred. You didn't say the different uh I never- started.
0: I started and then I forgot I was supposed to do it. So listeners, I was just going to I was going to switch up saying Louisville, 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 Louisville and Louisville. Yeah. And and so I did that in the intro and then I just kind of got going and and I forgot. Yeah. That I was and I also
1: it. said I wasn't going to say that and like not give away the the trick, but a little inside baseball just because we didn't do it. So it is what it is. I was not going to be a part of it. You weren't. You, you you let me do the hate. You you stay. You, you, you stay out of it. Wolverine people, that was not me. It's
0: all (laughs) 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 All
1: right. Be sure to check out our pod. It's on on, podcast. Check it out on Twitter. You're already checking out the pod if you're listening. It's on Twitter. It's (laughs) it's at podcast leo. (laughs) Be sure to follow our new partner at big banter sports. That's big banter sports. For all of the latest updates involving our podcast, as well as the new additions being added weekly, be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms, and make sure to check us out next week as we zip through our preview of our last non-conference matchup against Akron. Zip. Do you guys get it? Cool. Love you guys, Elio.
0: Remember to tweet at Seth that he's scared, Elio.
1: Don't do that to me, Elio.
0: <laughs> he said.